What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Captain Marvel spoiler cast. What is going on here right now? We're just all doing like sign language. We're making hand signals. We gesture when we're not supposed to be speaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you, and you thought pitching coaches had crazy hand gestures, man. Oh, we my got, gosh. We got I've baseball players beat 10 to 1. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm Josiah Leroy with writing or, or direction, but minor gripes. Uh, Tom, what did you think of Captain Marvel? Um, so, like, like Jamie, <laughs> the mic don't bite. <laughs> freaks me out. Um, like Jamie, I, I went in blind. I didn't do um, much much research on the character, and I honestly didn't know anything about her character in in the comics at all, um, or in Marvel in general. Um, so, for going in blind, I, I very much enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to seeing her in uh, more Marvel. Yeah, me too, big time. I, I think I was most intrigued by this to see where she was going to be, uh, you know, headed into Endgame, which, uh, of course, was teased at the, the end of Infinity War there. Um, I uh, I liked it overall. I got to say, I'm, I've got to let it stew, and I've probably got to revisit some of the, the other MCU movies, but it's it's probably middle of the road for me. If, uh, if you ask me to rank it right now, um, of course, that could change. And that could also change after seeing Endgame and uh, how she's involved there. Sometimes uh, I think seeing more of the Marvel movies kind of changed that perception. But um, I really liked Sam Jackson in this. Mm. Like, really liked him. Um, I think the first act was a bit of a mess. But it got better quickly. I would agree with that. I, I think the beginning no was a little rough. It it was an odd odd way to confusing. It was kind of it, a jumble. It was confusing, and and maybe seeing it a second time will will you know, obviously now we know. I definitely like the sequence of them kind of rummaging through her memories. I thought that was a very cool way to do like a flashback. That was a good way to build her character, definitely. Right, but we it, it, yeah, but it needed. I feel like it needed more build up to that because the beginning. We really don't get to know Carol Danvers as opposed to, yeah. say, Captain Marvel, you know, or Vares, who, you know, this Kree warrior is. Like, yeah. really, all we know about Carol Danvers, the person, is those vague flashes from her memory as they're just, they're rummaging through her memories. Yeah, I think maybe they could have built her up a little more before showing us all that. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of it didn't make sense not knowing anything about her, and then they just show random childhood memories. Like, they all built up her character, but it was just... Um, a weird way to start it. I do feel like I don't know her very well. Um, whereas, if we're comparing the most recent origin story with Black Panther, like I feel like I know T'Challa very well. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, we did get a little bit of him in Civil War, so we had a little bit of a primer, and this was really our first anything in this universe with Captain Marvel. Um, I thought... Yeah, I think when it came to getting into the the second act, that, that like it was clear when that it was almost like a switch, and that's when the movie really took off for me. And then it's a minor gripe, but I kind of felt like she just was immediately powerful and knew how to do it right away. Uh, towards the end. Yeah, there wasn't like a sequence where she figured out what she was doing and learned her powers and all that. It just was. She like just was great immediately and ultra powerful, and that made it feel. I granted it's a superhero movie, but it felt a little bit superficial to me. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Like, 
in terms of like the the entire movie, I don't feel I feel like the action was kind of tame, and a lot of that is because Carol is never really endangered. Like, like there's really True. she never really meets her match in any capacity. Like she's never in danger of being overwhelmed or being physically harmed. Even before like. she has those huge like electric powers. Yeah, like, she. I mean, point. she just overpowers everything with very little effort. It felt like throughout the course of the movie, which begs the question like if if we get to what we get to in endgame like is like thanos is not going to be even close to a match for her right you know what i mean like and i you know look we haven't seen endgame yet so i'm not going to judge yet but i think that is a genuine i think that is a legitimate concern because i don't want to see a repeat of superman versus steppenwolf from justice league oh like that was such a letdown in that movie and if it's the same thing that we see carol taking on thanos it's going to be majorly anticlimactic i think so too i hope that's not the case so i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna judge just yet but let's see what happens agreed uh, I kind of disagree with, um, I mean, you're mostly right as far as her knowing what she's doing right away with her powers, um, but towards the end when we see her in the major fight scene, we do see her, like, stumbling and kind of, like, being off balance and not being a professional fighter in, in what she's doing, um, but basically it would be, like, somebody with powers fighting someone without powers, where, like, we were all agreed on that there wasn't much of a match between, mm-hmm. you know, her and the Kree. Um, but with someone like Thanos, even though she is very powerful, um, Thanos has the gauntlet. Well, no, I broke. I, I lied. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that's gonna look like. Yeah. In Endgame, um, do like do they time travel? Do they you know yeah, what is what is I that? Mean, and I guess answer? it depends too how many punches Thanos can take. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a big part of it too. So. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It felt like she was kind of. Um, and yeah, maybe that's a good point. She didn't have a match, and then what you said, Jeff, like she would never, she was never in danger. Yeah, like she felt, she felt invincible. It's you know, it's a Superman complex. That's yeah. one of the issues with that character throughout the years. Or Dragon Ball Z is another one that's not an easy character to write. It, no, not at all. When you're, I mean, you're darn near invincible. How do you make compelling action for that character? Um, yeah, this movie did struggle with that Basically, a little bit. You know, they're gonna win always. Yeah, <laughs> is what it feels like. I mean. Not necessarily true, but... And then how she kind of got her powers was another little thing for me. And it... Again, it was... It all it felt like the movie could have gone just a little further with, with all the gripes I've mentioned, mm-hmm. just in explaining it, and it would have corrected some of it. Um, yeah, there's always... You know, like, one of the most common complaints, especially from a movie, like, you know, cinephiles and whatnot, but is, like, you know, a movie can't be more than two hours or, like, two hours, 20 minutes. This, from what I could tell before credits, was, like, an hour 50. I think an extra 15, 20 minutes would have made a major, major difference with some of these plot points. Yeah. And I I wouldn't have felt like it dragged out at all. Like, you know, some people Mm -hmm. feel like a movie drags once you go past two hours. I think this movie needed to go a little further. I think a good example of that, to an extent, is it wasn't a, a a great movie, but Venom, like that felt like oh that was over in the blink of an eye. It felt like it was so short. It was like <laughs> one of the shortest movies I remember seeing, let alone a superhero movie. We were like an hour fifteen minutes, and they were approaching the climax. Yeah, like, like <laughs> brutal. Um, and then another good point is probably a stronger point to support this BVS. The extended cut of that is the definitive cut to me. It makes a major difference yeah. in what I think of that movie. That extra half hour the, makes a completely different movie, basically. B, the original cut of BVS that you saw in theaters was not a, a, a bad movie. 
but it wasn't really a good movie. And that extended cut, taking that extra time in in probably a lot of complaint-filled areas for people, made a difference. Yeah. And unfortunately, it is what it is. Like that, people are not going to remember the extended cut of BVS. They're going to see that first impression. Now, all of this I'm saying here, and I got to say, this is still a very, very good movie. Um, and it's it's not just be because it's Marvel, but I think uh, it definitely had a unique feel to it, which is is not something you can always say in these movies. And they brought in a character who feels again unique in the the bits of kind of a sassy personality and goofing around very confident yeah, she's, I like pluck- that. she's plucky yeah she's a smart alec <laughs> she is i uh i like that a lot i think it worked and i'm i'm excited to see her interactions with the rest of our avengers i think that's that's going to be great um box office projections uh this from deadline.com tracking very well um, looking to be a $350 million worldwide opening, which would be higher than comparable mov- movies such as Wonder Woman, which was $228 million. Wow. Justice League at 278 It's kind of amazing because Justice League, it was all first weekend. Yeah, pretty week. much. <laughs> like, that Everyone like who wanted to go see it, it, yeah, went that first weekend. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> um, Deadpool was $300 million, and Black Panther was 371 so that would be just higher than the 350 of course. Um, I would think Wonder Woman would be higher. Well, you Wonder th- Woman wasn't released in a lot of countries oh. international. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. There were several countries it was not released internationally that a lot of other superhero movies, including Captain Marvel, probably is seeing now oh. due to this is everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. changes things. Just due to you know gender and you know uh, differences in, in certain cultures. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman didn't see a release in certain international territories. This, um, I, I think that's I, obviously those are great numbers. Oh yeah, that's uh, fantastic. How could you? Makes not, you yeah. wonder what uh, Endgame is going to look like. Oh boy, <laughs> that's going to be a fast billion dollar movie. Dollar signs everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Um, and going over uh, a little bit just here of the the cast for Captain Marvel. We'll start right where we were talking already. Uh, Brie Larson as Carol Danvers. Thoughts? Loved it. I, I thought I, you know, she just nailed that personality. She, like I said, she's plucky. She's a smart Alec. She's witty. You know, she she doesn't get outsmarted in a conversation, and she's always got a, you know a quick snapper for you. That's definitely a trait that the character has had in the comics in the last few years, and I was really glad that Brie Larson captured that so well. That she definitely did, Jamie. Uh, so I don't know anything about Carol Danvers, or I didn't know anything about her before seeing this movie, but I thought that Brie Larson did a really great job. She was powerful, but also relatable. I don't know. I just thought she In was great. In what way? Like, she felt very human at times, and she didn't know... She had no memory of her past life, so she seemed like... I don't know, like that was a big problem for her at some points in the movie, and... I don't know. The way she handled it felt human. Gotcha. Like she was kind of lost, like, you know, almost like kind of like searching for a meaning. Yes. Yeah, I'd agree with that. TK? <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked how um, in her acting, even though the Cree wanted her to suppress a lot of her emotion, we still got a lot of that in, in the first act of it, um, where we saw her being, you know, full of emotion. And then... 
later in the film, obviously more so when she's kind of freed from this relationship with them and she can kind of do whatever she wants and express herself and her anger and her, you know, love for her friends that she forgot all about and things like that. So it's funny because I, I've, the dynamic changed at first it was suppress everything. And I have, I agree with a large chunk of it. It was control yourself. Like don't fly off the handle. And then at the end it was again, don't fly off the handle. But then it was like, no, it's okay to be human. It's okay to, cause they even early on, they, he says, think with your, your head, not your heart. Good observation, like, Tom. That felt like a very common theme in the whole movie. They kept pounding it into her head, like, stop feeling, just do. And that feels like maybe that is, like, the whole emotional thing is, like, a woman thing, too. So maybe they were touching on that a little bit. Like, oh, women are so emotional. You got to control that. Hmm. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I, I understand what you mean. There is kind of that stigma that an emotional woman right. is crazy where an emotional man is empowering or, you know, threatening. Yeah. yeah. I took it more as like she was a hothead. Yeah, because that too. That's how I thought it she could, was. Yeah, that too. It could go both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jude Law, which is great because oh, now we have so Sherlock good. Holmes <laughs> in the MCU. Yeah. The, from the Sherlock movies. He's uh, Watson? Yes. Yes. So. He also Snicket <laughs> from the from the first movie. Yes, but is Robert Downey Jr. in that? No, not that we know of. No. Uh, so I liked uh, I liked Jude Law. I've been a big fan of Jude Law for a long time, and it feels weird that he hasn't been in a Marvel movie yet. No, <laughs> until now, I should say. Um, I and for some reason I don't know why this is. I always at, on the surface confuse him with Paul Bettany. Well, he can scowl infinitely better than Paul Bettany ever can. Jude Law's got a got a mean face like you wouldn't believe. Which is crazy because he he seems like a teddy bear too. Oh, I'm sure he is, but you know, I mean, when he glares at you, he's you know, snarl, oh, he's... That's exactly what I thought when he first came on screen. <laughs> How I was could he like, be a jerk? It's Mister Napkinhead. <laughs> that's. I mean, I I think that's part of why the the main twist with him and the scroll worked so well because he he was a dastardly villain once it was revealed yeah. that way. Yep. Which I generally did not see coming. Uh, kudos to Marvel for keeping that so under wraps leading up to the movie. Yeah, they they did a nice job uh, rotating him with Ben Mendelsohn. So uh, I've liked Ben in just about everything I've seen him in since Rogue One. He's fantastic. Oh, man, that was a twist. I thought he... Well, Tom and I always think that he is a he's just a villain in everything he's ever been in and he is and that's right, why right. such a great twist. It was so good that he ended up not being like terrible. And then also <laughs> I think it's great that his whole race ended up having a lisp <laughs> just because he does, I think. Feels like that's the reason. Did you know it was him before you saw his his human form for the first time? I recognized his voice and I, I knew I the voice felt, but I didn't I couldn't peg it until I saw his face. I, I go I go to Lauren and I'm like, Do you know who that is? She goes, No. I go, it's director Krennic. She's like, Who's that? I'm like, oh, Never no. mind. <laughs> oh Lauren. <laughs> I was like, I don't have time to explain it right now. And you know, even more so than Ben Mendelssohn, the Skrull have traditionally been a villainous race throughout Marvel properties, comics, T V shows, video games. But outside of yeah, outside of one or two named characters like such as like the Super Skrull, who even then is kind of more of like an anti hero. Um, but to have them be a more noble, more peaceful race is completely flipping the script on that on that race. I think their power to change into any it's it's living creature, right? To look like a living any life 
living creature they've seen? Well, maybe not because he could have turned into a file cabinet, what? apparently. <laughs> they asked. And he yeah, said, they asked Why him. Would I well, I'm saying he could cabinet. possibly. He never denied it. But I think that trait sets them up to be villainous if, I mean... It's like a hard thing to I wasn't control. sure if he was totally good until they saw his family. Oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could have turned on nice. them again. Well, there were so many twists and turns with characters throughout the movie. You really never were certain who was on Carol's side. That's true. Even, you know, even Fury, there were a couple points where you, you kind of had a question in the back of your mind. Is is he really working with her or is he being, you know, kind of like a uh, a spy with that? It was interesting. I really liked the the different twists and turns it took with the cast. So I I probably don't go ahead, Tim. I was say I think it would be interesting. I mean, obviously they this group that we see of the scroll, we see that like this group, you know, um, basically like hiding from the war and you know being upset with the Kree and showing that like they're they're good and they're trying to survive and be you know they're the good guys in this situation. Mm-hmm. But it would be interesting in like the future movies because there's there's no just good and bad for an entire race. Like that's not right. how it works. So it'd be interesting to see like the vengeful Skrull getting back at the Kree and Captain Marvel having to deal with you know both situations of you know like, are there any good Kree? Are there any you know bad uh, Skrull? It kind of goes both ways on that one. So yeah. I mean we, we get a good look at you know this family based group who wants to survive, but I mean you never know. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I th- one wrench in that situation for me was. Uh, Lee Pace as Ronan, I wasn't. He, it felt out of out of place that they would be working together. Uh, him and uh, Jude Law's character. I was like, hang on. Yeah, I guess you really can't be a noble race if you're working for Ronan. <laughs> no, no, not uh, not at all. Jamie and I said this too. Like, it did not seem to look like Lee Pace. I know they they had some adjustments with certain characters. Um, I always thought it looked and sounded like him until he saw him in the flesh, as yeah. opposed to in like that. Hologram Agreed. form. It sounded. It definitely sounded like him. But then when they had his face like straight up, it did not look like him to me. And I was like, did they replace Lee Pace? Like, this is not. I, a huge I questioned part of this it. Movie. I yeah. definitely questioned yeah, it. Yeah, but I I watched the credits because I wanted to know it was him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was one of the first things I was looking for there. I did like the style of the credits, by the way. How they, um, it was kind of like the how Black Panther did it with the graphics at the end mm-hmm. and uh, I want to say they mixed in there's one other Marvel movie that I'm failing to think about but um, possibly my favorite part of the movie was finally given some scream time to uh, to Sam Jackson really oh, yes kind of develop Nick Fury as a character with a personality for once. I'm so glad we got to know some of his background, like yeah. especially when she was interviewing him at the beginning and he said all of the things he's done. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And he had two workable eyes for a lot of the movie. <laughs> I always thought it was going to be that cat and then I hid my doubts and then it happened. Uh, well, it wasn't a cat. It was a flurkin. Sure. Very true. <laughs> it was a flurkin. Very yeah, true. Yeah, very yeah. big difference. That's true. Yeah, that was, uh, that was mean. Like that. It was a... <laughs> Heavy scar there. You know, he brought it upon himself putting that cat in front of his face. If he likes cats, they he had knows been through a lot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but cats are not like 100% loyal like dogs. They they're not stable. <laughs> no, no, they're not. They're really not. They will scratch your eye. <laughs> they're jerks. They're a bunch of jerks. Bunch of jerks. Tell you what, for having his eye scratched out, he didn't really react too much to it. Do you? He's a champ, man. I'd be crying like a baby if that had happened to me. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's going to be fine. He's like, no, no. Yeah, no. then he did open his no. left eye for the rest oh of his life. <laughs> no sold that thing. Jeez. Did 
in the post credits, the very end scene, when does that take place? The Florkin coughing up the Tesseract? Yeah. I would think in... In the time frame of yeah, Captain Marvel? I think so. I think so, too, because the Tesseract, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, how long for did a second, it survive in there? For a second, until I realized what was happening, I was like, this is like during Infinity War time, because Fury was not there. No, I think he just left the cat in his right. office and yeah. he coughed up the Tesseract. Which, when they first mentioned it, I was like, <laughs> Lauren knew it was the Tesseract before I did, and I don't remember what she called it, because she goes... Cosmic Cube, maybe? No, she oh, she, like, okay. she screws up names all the time. Oh, okay. So she I, like made up a name, and I was like, I, "What are you?" T-? I was giving Laura way too much credit there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what she she possibly said, but I was like, "Huh? What?" She's like the thing, and then sure enough, it showed up, and yeah, that was it. Lauren wow. is jo- Lauren is Josiah's wife. For those w- listening who may not know, who doesn't know that she's insane? <laughs> I'm sure there are some yeah. fans out she's there who are because she's insane. <laughs> she um, <laughs> she, so. We dra- I dragged her to, to this movie. We bought these tickets like in January, and Lauren always cancels on me. Like she, <laughs> yes, my wife. She doesn't want to go to movies. She's like, I don't like going to movies. Sounds just like her. Don't <laughs> deny it. Like Back her. me up here. And she, I was like, you have to see Captain Marvel. It's a Marvel movie. Like we have all the MCU movies. You you got to see it. So six o'clock. We had a seven o'clock showing. She's like. What time is the movie? I'm like, okay, we're leaving in 10 minutes. She's like, are we really? I'm like, Lauren, you're going to the movie. And then as soon as we get out, she looks at me, smiles, and goes, it could have waited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not I'm not inviting you to Avengers. She's like, I have to go to Avengers. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, who else? Who else? Oh, who else? so wait, Avenger. Uh, so that was on Carol's plane. And yeah, so he her got- nickname from the... Her her flight days, which was really Why interesting. Do you think that was her nickname. What was she avenging? I don't know. Yeah, See, unfortunately, yeah, we don't really get. Dang. There was some a stuff that yeah. felt without substance, but I still appreciated it and thought it was right. really cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't get too deep a look into her life before, you know, the incident. Mm-hmm. So I also said to Lauren before the movie started, I was like, "Ronan's in this movie, and do you know who else is in the movie?" She goes, "Who?" I go, "Who?" <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. Oh, uh, his I name's be- Karath. But I believe it's Daimon Hanshu is how you pronounce the actor. Diamond? Yeah. Gotcha. Sort of like that. Okay. That's what I didn't know how to pronounce. So he's the guy in Guardians of the Star Lord, man. Who? Oh, I knew I knew who he was, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Maybe because he was not in that movie for very long. <laughs> oh, in Guardians? Yeah, yeah. He made such an impression, though, because that know. was such a big part of the trailer. That's why I knew his In the face. lead up to that. He's been uh, a bu- he's been a busy man lately. He was yeah, he had he a has. brief role in Aquaman. He'll be in Shazam next oh, month. Right. Nice. I forgot about that. I forgot. I mean, Grant, I he was in Aqu- for Shazam. He was in Aquaman for like maybe thirty seconds tops, but nonetheless, he was still in there. Do you know why I can't ever see in the current state of DC movie trailer and just say, "Oh, it's going to be a good movie"? Like, there's certain movies you just have a, a feeling about because of Suicide Squad. Yeah, I ooh, was sure yeah. that that was going to be a great movie. It did look really good. I like I was sure, reviews. sure of it. Uh-huh. And then reviews started coming in and I was like, no, <laughs> that can't be. And sure enough it is. It, you know, I liked it more than a lot of people did, but I I admit it was not a, a very good movie. Uh so Clark Gregg, of course, is great as Phil Coulson. Um a little bit limited role, but his 
his time was great, I think, overall. What he's do you th- the new guy. <laughs> he's the new guy. Oh, that was a question I had. S.H.I.E.L.D. What, so what was S.H.I.E.L.D. at this point? Because doesn't, don't they name S.H.I.E.L.D. in Iron Man? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I, don't I don't remember off the top of my head. Are you sure? Tom might have the answer, though. <laughs> so technically, S.H.I.E.L.D. has been around since Captain, Captain America. Oh, because um, for the war. What are, so in Iron Man? What are they saying when he when Phil Coulson goes to Pepper? Like there, he gives the acronym. So strategic in Homeland. Shield, there's people who like work for Shield that don't know how many levels in Shield there is. So it's like an infinite loop of like security and so like like there's people that don't know what Shield is. There's people that do know what Shield is, but they don't know how much Shield actually does. So basically, I would consider Shield Shield like the Homeland Security, like of everything. Um, so shield existed, but like it didn't have a meaning or like a, a. Maybe it didn't go as deep then. Yeah, I mean, like he said, he was looking for threats to stop before they happened, but he didn't realize they were going to come, you know, from above, or they didn't really touch much upon superheroes or aliens or things like that. Gotcha. So, the more they go with these movies, the more it's a minefield to avoid plot holes because you have continuity with this is the twenty third movie or twenty second movie, I believe. <laughs> It's getting hard to keep up. I think it's 22. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Avengers would have been 20. Right. And And Ant-Man. Ant-Man, yeah. And here we are, 22. Right, and then Endgame will be 23. Is that the last one we know about in terms of timeline, like dates, release dates? I think it is. Well, Far From Home, if you count Uh, that. that, Yeah, okay. That's the last one. After that, then, it's pretty much anybody's We know which sequels are in development. We just, I, I would imagine maybe Black Widow. If yeah. I'm just guessing. Um, yeah. Or also, Doctor Strange 2. Yeah, Doctor Strange mm-hmm. 2, Black Widow. Um, I believe also The Eternals is pretty right. concrete as far as development goes. Yeah, that's true. And they're going to release their five-year plan, allegedly, I, w- I think, within the next year. Right, I looked up the S.H.I.E.L.D. meaning. Um, it says the original meaning was the uh, Supreme Headquarters of International Espionage and Law Enforcement Division. And then it was the Strategic Hazard Intervention Espionage Logistics uh, Dictorate. They and then it was, it? throughout like the comics, basically, I'm just mm-hmm. going off of it. And then it was a Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. That's so it's all Homeland know. Security. That's the That's MCU version, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Thank you, Research and Buttons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stat Boy over here, like from around the horn. Oh! Or, uh, sorry, uh, PTI. That's what I mean. My bad. Stat boy, gotta love it. Tony Reilly. <laughs> You're going places, kid. <laughs> uh, and then this was pretty good, too, Annette Benning. Um, it's funny, they list her as Cree scientist on, uh, what? on Google. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> um, yeah, so overall, how did you guys like the how they made everyone appear younger? I thought it was I, pretty good. I mean, considering I don't think it worked with Clark Gregg. I think it worked with Sam Jackson. Uh, they didn't yeah, have I agree. they didn't have to do too much for Sam. But they probably shouldn't have had to do too much for Coulson. I mean, he's not. They very, did a lot though. He's not very old. It so almost looked fake. It did look fake. It was kind of. It, it, yeah. I don't know that whole CGI thing where you see it and you're like, ah, this is not the best. I I feel like if I stared at it and really concentrated on it, I would notice it, but. It, if it's you know, I kind of kept it more so on the periphery as the movie went on, and then I just kind of honestly, I, I stopped noticing it. I mean, I thought it was pretty good for the most part. It's amazing that we can that like this technology exists now. Right, they used to use that. It's even actors. possible. So they like, tested this all out with 
Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War, right? Yes. In that that flashback scene where he recreates that on at the college stage, uh, the younger version of himself that that always felt like a test to me for Disney to be like, hey, who who can we do this for? And then later that year we had Tarkin also. Yes. In yeah. Rogue One. And Princess Leia briefly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I and think those were all like kind of tests to see how far they could push it for future stuff like this. And then going to another studio, Aquaman did it for um who do you call it? For Volko, played by uh, the name is escaping me. Um mm, me Willem, too. D- Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah, yeah. For some of those flashbacks oh, yeah. when Arthur yeah. was a kid. And it worked because of the water for the most part, I think. Okay. Like yeah. you could kind of forgive some of the shortcomings with that uh, or blame it that way, I guess. In terms of the greater MCU, what uh, what are we excited for? Just general thoughts on tie-in to the, from the movie Captain Marvel to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. How much of a game changer do you think this is for Endgame? They, I think they have found their possibility of stopping Thanos with the whole snap your fingers, half the population of the world is gone. Mm-hmm. She has. Unfortunately, she was not one of them, right? Like- oh yeah. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, let's just say she can stop Thanos, but can she reverse what Thanos did? That's the biggest thing I think that everyone's kind of thinking about. Like, okay, she's powerful, but is she powerful enough to reverse everything and save all our favorite superheroes from disappearing into dust. This like, is the question, though. He paged her back in, like, 1995. How did he do that? Did he? No? No. I'm wrong. Y- <laughs> no, are, are you referring to that end credit scene from Infinity War? Yeah. Where he? No, that was That's definitely, modern day. That was definitely modern. modern day. Okay, so yeah. he paged her. I thought possibly she could go back in time, but... They're going to have to do something. It's going to be wonky, but I, <laughs> who knows? I do not know about the this character outside of... The movie, it, there's a time travel element, though, is there not? Well, I also understand that there's going to be something to do with the quantum realm that's also going to play a major role in this. There has to be. Right. What is happening <laughs> in Chicago? the quantum realm. You're looking up the saber score, aren't it's you? 4-4. Four, four. Kyle Oposo. Oh, my gosh. What is happening? What, that he got the goal or that he yeah. did something bad? He scored a goal. I only saw Ant-Man and the Wasp recently in like in january that's how recently oh my gosh i know but their end credit scene where he is in the quantum realm and <laughs> don't get me started right oh, josiah, was, just, get josiah was distraught how much time you guys have <laughs> that's oh, gosh. what i remember from that movie me too when we went it, to, when he just, and i went to go see that theory josiah was distraught so i don't like okay. to use the term shook but that was it <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm not a hip it did him a concern happening I'm, not, I'm no hipster guy well but i may look like one but i'm not and so uh, he's in the quantum realm and everyone around him disappears that is supposed to extract him from there. He gets out somehow. But he gets out because of the preview. You know what I thought the <laughs> the um, end credit scene was going to be? What? When we see the Avengers talking at, at their HQ, I thought they were g- going to say, oh, someone's at the door. And it was not going to be Ant Man. It was going to be her. I thought that that was just like a oh, yeah, tease. No. Yeah, no. And they were going to change just it. Appeared behind them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Um, I that's going to be exciting. But man, that feels bleak. 
I hope that the Skrulls somehow come back into play again. I don't want this to be the only movie that the Skrulls are featuring. Because like in the future? Or yeah, in because they're, well, whether it's Endgame, whether it's a future movie, just because the Skrulls are so integral to some of the most iconic stories in Marvel history. I hope this isn't the end of them that we see. If they're in Endgame, they could really help out well, their whole... There's a lot of stuff they could do, I mean, yeah. They could, yeah, they could change into anyone in like that. Thanos, right? What yeah, if I'm what if sure. what if Thanos is a scroll? What if he is? If you, if you Google, <laughs> he's still a jerk. If you Google, scroll, <laughs> not disputing that. All the questions <laughs> goes is in with Hulk Tom's theory. Is who else? Iron Man. Uh, it was funny. I think th- there was a joke about it, but like everyone was saying, like Nick Fury was a scroll. Like, yeah. Okay. The there's time? there's been a long running rumor or joke that one of the Avengers is a scroll and has been this whole time. I think that's kind of debunked now that we've learned that the Skrull are noble and aren't, you know, a, you know, a villainous race. That would ruin a lot for me. It's Loki. He's not even an Avenger. <laughs> I yeah, I suppose. I do like the reason. He's also dead. Confirmation. Hey. You know, Pavlak. You don't we try to, to keep things light here. Look, I didn't write. I didn't write the movie. It wasn't my decision. <sighs> enabler, enabler, enabler. So you, you just derailed my train. <laughs> Award-winning writers stick together, for sure. I can't wait to find out what this award is. Do you want to know? Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Fine, then. Next spoiler case. Oh, great. So, okay. Oh, see? Look, he reeled me in. He got me on the hook. I'm like a prize bass to him. <laughs> going to stick me on the wall and everything. <laughs> I'm like a prize bass to him. Man, that's one of my favorite public quotes of all time. Quote of the I don't have a list, but um, that's should. pretty good. You should. I should. He's, he's said some doozies over the last 15 years yeah. or was that gif yeah oof i don't know that's like my scroll version was it gif <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh gif is a scroll wow. maybe thumb is as well that makes a lot we of don't know. sense actually thinking about it wow get out <laughs> yeah please leave what were we talking about i had a really good point uh it started with scroll, ant-man scroll coming back to we were talking about ant-man in the post-credit oh. scene and he I had a uh, point about the uh, the time travel thing. Not no time. If it'll okay, kind of yep. get you back. <laughs> Listen, you have no <laughs> thought at all, so I might as well fill this it. void of you. Oh, I have too so many thoughts. Going, hmm. Why don't you go back in time and tell us about it? No, okay. don't, don't forget your thoughts. <laughs> Talk about it quick. <laughs> all right, so. Oh, that was good. More on the topic of uh, time travel. <laughs> um, so what my thought was was that I don't know what time travel has to do with um, um, the next movie, Endgame, but if she left at the end of the movie to go fight the war with the Kree and the Skrull, and she came back, and she didn't age at all, we saw that, yeah, because she's a superhero and she was in space, whatever the theory is. Um, Jamie and I were talking about this in the theater, that everyone else was aging the entire time, including her friend and her friend's daughter um, mm-hmm. and everything else, Monica. So if they're still around, I guess that would be the biggest thing. Oh, gosh. Um, but it would be interesting to see those characters in in Endgame with significant roles. like Because I remember the daughter said she wanted to, like, she, she was going to build a rocket or something to help yeah, out. You don't so that know. would be interesting to see if yeah, she actually is know. around and she does something significant in the future. That would be very Which would cool. be sure. Endgame. I was trying to think of somebody she could be that we've already seen, but I had... I, I was me 100%. No. I was like, who was she? Yeah. It just felt like that's where it was going. She's the next Iron Man. And then yeah, foreshadowing maybe. and all that. There you go. So you think she's... That would be really cool, actually. That would be really cool. Lieutenant Trouble is the most adorable <laughs> name in any superhero it's movie. So ever. I'm so glad that they brought that over from the comics, too. It's just <laughs> stupidly, sickeningly adorable. Especially when Brie Larson says it. Right. 
I really I thought her relationship with Monica was was really heartwarming. Yeah, that was part of the human element we talked about. I think uh, really that added added depth to to the character overall that I was I was hoping to see a little bit more of. But um, man, uh, one thing I do want to touch on is Stan Lee. That was a nice nice introduction. I don't know if Jamie spoiled this for everyone on Facebook. I told yeah, her not I, to. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I warned her, folks, but she's like, I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, I don't why? care what you say. <laughs> and um, What's your alternate universe name? or? Um, I have a lot of names. <laughs> uh, customer the other day called me Abraham. <laughs> Wait, what? Get what? Their biblical you names wrong. That was, oh, okay, okay. I don't know. I just answered What's everything. What's your gift name? Wait, that's what I'm trying I, to say. No, I, I had a good idea for one. I lost it. Oh, Job. That's right. Oh, right. That's uh, there was another one, Jeremiah. Mm. Isaiah. I like Isaiah. Hosea. 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 Okay. Now we're just we're getting crazy talk here. I've heard people call you that before, or Josh. James, <laughs> slap yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no. Stanley. Uh, that was a nice intro. Like last year, they changed it just slightly to to notate that it was ten years of Mar- Marvel Studios, and for this one. Um, Basically, where you see all of the the superheroes that have appeared throughout the years in the MCU, they replaced it with Stan Lee versions of that. Um, that Stan Lee cameo during the movie felt like it was reshot to me. Mm. The way it was cut, it, I think it was him. And then they shot back to her, and it was like a, a second extra. And I feel yeah. like they just went back and did it. It looked. It looked. I mean, he didn't say anything substantial. She just kind of smiled at him, and it was like a a nod. He had filmed. I heard a rumor that he had filmed basically like the next 10 to 20 cameos in just random different spots, probably just green screen yeah. and yeah. that they can kind of just work into any of the movies. So that's nice. I hope he's a- around in that sense for, for a long time. That um, was a good idea. <laughs> if yeah. Did that, I liked it was that. a great way to start the movie too. Cause a lot of times movies wait till the end. Mm-hmm. They'll roll the credits and then after a few seconds, they'll say in memory of, yeah, this one, they got it out of the way early and, and started it. It made so us all cry. It was tough. Or it was a tough me. start. I don't know. <laughs> was, he, he passed away after Ant-Man, I believe. I think yes. so. It was Correct. before Into the Spider-Verse, and I remember his cameo in that, too, and I thought that would be the last one, but it I was, didn't realize that they had been filming them. It was also before Wreck-It Ralph, because there's that very brief cameo of what's <sighs> implied to be him, even though the, the person doesn't say anything. He's in yeah, Big Hero 6, too. Right. And Wreck-It Ralph was middle or late November. So it was. I think, I think he passed away early November then, if, I had, if I'm had, if i remembering that correctly. Um, he also makes a really great cameo in Spider-Man PS4. Um, and he, I don't remember the quote, but he says something that is so wonderfully touching in it. And um, it's nice. I, I think they they did a really classy job of that, and I, I look forward to what his endgame game cameo will be november 12th was his november was 12th. the day he passed away it seems like so much further ago than just yeah. november 12th feels like he's been gone forever yeah um i think that's kind of everything i was hoping to go over in terms of moving forward is she the new face of the mcu i think she can be <laughs> hang on i remembered my thought <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, well, well, it's about damn time. Loki. Uh, what about him? Nothing nothing crazy, but we talked about uh, the Tesseract obviously being in this, and you can't, it's inseparable, right? 
So they recently confirmed that Loki was under mind control for the entire first Avengers. It was a theory for a long time, but I like that because that kind of further makes him... It makes him so good. A good guy. <laughs> yeah. And in Avengers was on TV the other day. Maybe it was a few weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know. T- I'm all over <laughs> the place. What day is it? Who am I? <laughs> Drinking coffee at 11 p.m. It's, it's, it is what it is. But <laughs> he, it's noticeable that he was under mind control. If you go back and, and watch. Yeah. Like, even to the to- the tone of his skin. Since it was the first time we ever saw him, none of us realized it. But knowing him mm-hmm. after... Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. He was in, th- he was in Thor before you're that. You're right. You're right. It was the first substantial role. He had a huge role in this. Um, so not the first time we saw him. But I didn't really know the way he was supposed to be before. It, I had not seen Thor before that. Uh-huh. So that was, that was my first time, uh, I guess, with that. But that was what I wanted to get at. I'm uh, knowing him now. I couldn't. Re- I love the way that the Tesseract was worked into this. Yeah. That was really. We kind of know its origins now. Yeah. Well. Well, we already did. Oh. From Captain America. Captain America. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You got to watch that I one again. You're, you're, it's all good. It's been 22 It's movies. all good. That's really hard for me to keep I'm up. I'm going to cram them all in before I want Endgame. to watch. Whoa. I want to watch them all again. But man, is it. A lot. <laughs> it's not, though. You got two days without sleep and eating in you? That's because that's how you're going to have to catch up. <laughs> you could eat. Yeah, I can eat. Well, I, yeah, you're okay. I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> the, sl- the sleeping is the more difficult part to multitask at that point. I When I watch these movies back, they fly by for me. Hmm. They do. And then it's like, oh, I want to watch another one. They and didn't you just used find to be as long either. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that's valid. Uh, so kind of the wrapping up here is... Uh, Captain Marvel, the the new face of the MCU moving forward, assuming we kind of shift phases here. I think that's what Marvel and Disney are gunning for. I think they want her, and Brie Larson seems very, very enthusiastic about the role, so they have someone who's passionate about it and definitely wants to... She's not afraid to take up the mantle if it's offered to her. I see... I foresee her at the the forefront of everything, and hopefully Mm T'Challa. I feel like... It's just a slam dunk. I think Captain Marvel might also be a very good way to keep the Guardians very prominent in Marvel. Yeah. Even with, you know, the the issues with James Gunn and Dave Bautista because uh, Carol Danvers has had many interactions with the Guardians throughout comics and TV shows over the years. So I think, you know, if, if they're having trouble getting, you know, another director for Guardians 3 or whatnot... I think you see them and Captain Marvel hook up in the future, and that's how you, yeah, that's how you keep them very prominent going forward. I would love a Thor and Guardians movie, yeah, called, called oh, as Guardians of the Galaxy, which would be great. <laughs> um, that would be my my favorite tie-in. But they did do a good job in this of really making Guardians even or the events or anything tied to Guardians of the Galaxy more prominent. Mm. Not that I needed it to be, but it it made it better. Uh, Tom, yeah, I think her as you know, like you said, the face of like the the new Marvel because like now the phases are all kind of over. So I think now it's basically it's her, uh, Black Panther and Spider Man are like gonna be like kind of the lead, you know, I guess experienced superheroes, and then they sure. kind of have the opportunity to kind of dive into like the new new heroes, mm-hmm. whether they're doing you know a new Captain, a new Iron Man, or if they're gonna have you know new characters entirely. Like Adam Warlock's gonna be. And soon, right? Yeah, Adam Warlock's got to show up at some point. You got to imagine. imagine Endgame, right? Possibly. 
Like, I feel like that's where the tease was going with that. But Oh, man, if it's Adam Warlock and Captain Marvel against Thanos, Thanos really might be in trouble then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It, it, was this the technical end of the phase, or was, do we know if Avengers... This movie or Avengers is going to be the end of Phase 3, I guess we're in now, right? Yeah, it's hard to know. They are going to do a Phase 4. We just don't know when that uh, begins, if that's Spider-Man or, or the subsequent movie. Yeah. Uh, Stat Boy's looking it up for us. <laughs> that used to be my job. I don't know what happened. I don't have my laptop. Well, it happens. Uh, I feel like they need to have a team captain, so if Cap's out, then Cap is in. <laughs> what the hell did you just say? <laughs> Okay, so yeah, Endgame will be the final movie in Phase 3. Sabres lost. <laughs> of course they did. I wish... For the record, people, ben it Thanos is... snap his fingers and half the Sabres would disappear. It wow. is Thursday, oh, is brutal. <laughs> March 7th, right? March mm-hmm. 7th in the evening. That's why Seemed we're talking about it. points out of a playoff spot. Yeah, Sabres were playing the oh Chicago God, Blackhawks tonight. And was it, was it an OT or was it regulation? Shootout. Okay, it still doesn't matter. Nope, doesn't matter. They're still depressing beyond words. So Endgame is the end of the phase. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's my answer then. Spider-Man starts the new one. Hmm. I can't wait to see what's next. Uh, I love when Marvel kind of came out a few years ago. You're going to roll up the rim? Did you win, Tom? I think this is the first rim I've ever rolled up. (laughs) No. That's Tim Hortons for those keeping score at home. What? 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 What's wrong? I clearly don't know how to do it. It's the first one. Oh, if you squeeze the cup. Yeah, there you go. If you don't have Jamie's a t- rolling up the rim. You, you may you not li- know what Tim Hortons is. If you I don't guess. live in Canada or in Western New York and you don't know what Tim Hortons is, well, you're missing out on some very good coffee, well, my friends. They've requested that I please play again. Okay. Well, at oh. least they asked nicely. <laughs> they are Canadian after Canadian, all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I will. Um, I... I'm very excited that the MCU is going to kind of find new life here. Not that it, it needed necessarily a new life, but it's going to find a way to stay fresh, I think. Yeah, and you can't keep the same exact characters all the time. Right. I agree. And, and I'm going to miss... Maybe not. Like There was a rumor I had heard from a relatively good source that Robert Downey Jr. was signing a contract extension, mm. which I thought was kind of amazing. Um but if they like doing it, obviously the money's going to speak. Then why not? I th- it, um, he might be back, though, as kind of like Spider-Man's Jarvis, though, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think because it's his technology, I could see him being like kind of like the, the seasoned veteran kind of on the bench. Um, kind of like the Oracle or yeah, the yeah. DC. I was gonna yeah. yeah, I mean, or literally him just being an AI and just kind of him you know, living forever as... Could be flashbacks you know. too. <laughs> True. Let's try to avoid those if we can. <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> yeah, I guess that opens up a lot of possibilities. Very interested to see where the quantum realm helps us in in Endgame. That's that's got to play a major part. Um, you gotta get Scott Lang out of there first. Although we we do know that he does based on the. It's gonna be a trailers. hilarious way. Probably. I gotta imagine. Probably. Does he get himself out? <laughs> Is that I don't know. Possible. Please. Is what? there anyone else? There, <laughs> all three of them <laughs> were Louis. dusted. Oh, yeah, and then, uh, and then you know, we got him out of the quantum realm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Louis, yeah, Luis and is going to do something. Oh, I'm I love Luis so much. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the quantum realm, bro? It's going to be great. Uh, Endgame's next in terms of 
Marvel. Mm. But mm. before that, Shazam, which I am hilariously just incredibly excited for. Yeah, it looks good. The more I see, the more trailers. And this is, I, I was talking earlier because Suicide Squad scared me off. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case with Shazam. I think, I think we're going to be okay. Then you're going to be, you'll have Wonder Woman, you'll have Aquaman, and then Shazam. That's a pretty nice string there. You Justice League, throw it in the middle there somewhere. But not bad. And maybe Joker turns out good very later this year. Although yeah. that's not. Uh, granted, DCEU is dead. It's it is the dead. worlds of DC or they whatever it is now. CEO who knows? just came out the other day and said we're not doing yeah, the shared Who knows? Maybe stuff. Joker turns out really good too. So DC might have something here. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Is anyone else keeping up with Gotham? Speaking of. Yeah. yeah. It feels like they got a lot to pack into two episodes, huh? Yeah. I I'm do sh- recommend Doom Patrol. I'm shaking his head, yes. That's a good show. Yeah. If anyone's got DC Universe, the streaming service, Doom Patrol is awesome. Gotcha. Good to hear. Well, uh, we'll wrap things up here. We want to know what you thought of Captain Marvel. Go to uh, facebook.com slash thegeekiverse. Get involved in our community discussions there. Tell us what you thought about it. Keep it spoiler-free, folks. Don't be that person. We'll go around the table here. Final thoughts and what you can plug for the Geekiverse. So, we'll start with Jamie. Well... Final thoughts. Uh, oh, sorry. Kicking people. Um, Me in particular. <laughs> no, just people. <laughs> Jeff and Gif. In uh, one. Yeah, people. Not just person, but Gif people. That's, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> My finest creation. Oh, man. <laughs> that's your finest creation of all things you've created ever. <laughs> it is. I'm really proud of it. I get you out of it, and that's all that matters. All right. That's fine. Um, last impressions. Still loved it. Uh, now that it has simmered... <laughs> And we've talked about it a lot. Um, there's a, I mean, yeah, always going to be a couple of things that weren't my favorite, but I did really thoroughly enjoy that movie. Oh, also plugging for the Geekiverse. You can listen to me talk some more on the Girls Who Geek podcast. We are coming out with an episode where we Tom discuss. Tom says no. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. Di- Tom can stay, but Tom, you get the hell out of here. Yeah. Thumb and gift. Go <laughs> Just play together. Making faces. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's very effective. We are coming out with <laughs> an episode. The very next Girls Who Geek episode, actually, shortly after this one comes out, and we are discussing Captain Marvel in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, good stuff. Cool. <laughs> GIF. I really like the movie quite a bit. Um, I thought it captured the essence of the Captain Marvel and Carol Danvers character quite well, and I'm. I'm very happy to see that Brie Larson has so embraced the role and is so passionate about it. Um, I'm looking forward to what she does in the future for the MCU. Um, as far as other projects with the Geekiverse, um, i really like to thank the website and the brand altogether for helping me publish my high fantasy trilogy, The Legend of Light. The second book in the trilogy, A Gleaming Path, just released. You can find that on Amazon, in print, and on, and on all Kindle platforms. Along with the first book, The Echoes of Light, if you enjoy written fiction and you like such series like The Legend of Zelda, Legend of Korra, Narnia, Shannara, Earthsea, I think this is a series you would also enjoy, so I hope you check that out at some point. Gotta love it. Award winning offer. Author. Author. <laughs> Not an offer. It's late. TK. What kind of offer is this? <laughs> it's award winning. I can't tell That's you. What kind. All right. Now we're all in suspense. Um, <laughs> final thoughts. Um, go see the movie. Tell your friends to see it if you already have before it gets spoiled for them um, because it's going to happen quickly. So that's pretty much all I got. Do you need to see any past Marvel movies to enjoy this? You need one? to watch all of them in order. 
all to fully appreciate what Marvel has done for us. <laughs> order of release or chronological order? If you want to do it properly. If it was chronological, then you'd have to watch Captain Marvel first. No. Te- no, not first. Technically, Cap- if you do it by timeline, you don't well, have to know true. anything to see this movie. Captain America, that's true. Are we talking about the beginning of the movie? Because, oh, it's just... It's no, so I think you could jump into this. You can jump right in you'd be fine. and then just kind of... <laughs> Jump around everywhere else, oh, yeah. but you can you can just watch this. Yeah, but you'd appreciate it more if you knew who Nick Fury was and a lot of and other Coulson things. And yeah. and what a superhero is. So that's very true. Shield. <laughs> also, what Shield means. The Fortnite fancy acronym. I don't know. We don't know. I'm not saying it There's again. Always an acronym. <laughs> uh, Tom, could you repeat the three in order without looking at your phone? Thanks. Um, I can make something up, but I don't <laughs> stupid head. <laughs> I enter. <laughs> Leave it there. Some heroes. <laughs> wait, how do you spell shield? <laughs> <laughs> Some, Some heroes. heroes enter in. No, no, no. I messed it up already. Some heroes interact every day. What is this? The Spelliverse? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. More like the Jerkiverse. None of us actually finished the acronym. <laughs> we all stopped it. Because we can't spell GIF over there. Award-winning author is not even going to try to win the spelling nope, bee here. Nope, not stepping my foot into this one. Doesn't even want it. All right, my final thoughts. I, of course, liked it. Now, I, you already know where my gripes were with it. I guess one thing I really enjoyed about it was the 90s nostalgia. Oh, yeah, we didn't uh, even talk about that. Uh, this is prob- Seth comes to mind with this stuff, yeah. but... For nostalgia for him, I mean, he's so old, so it's, it's really like so the 80s. Old, yeah. <laughs> it's it's Blockbuster, Radio Shack. I, I think, blo- what was your favorite tie-in? I, I liked two things. It would have been Blockbuster and then the Fonzie lunchbox <laughs> that contained the Tesseract. Yeah. I really liked the loading screen. Game, oh the, the Game Boy was a good and one. the old school computers. Oh, yeah, the Game Boy, too. Game Boy was funny. Mm-hmm. thought there was a missed joke attempt for when the, the machine got destroyed. The arcade uh, machine in the the final act there mm-hmm. for the kid to kind of come out afterwards and be like, my high score. Oh, that would have been good. <laughs> but uh, I, oh, I, it's I, just it, depressing. It, it is depressing. It's <laughs> a lot oh, of time. Well, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to lose a high score. No, I'm dead. Uh, my oh, t- TK. I'm laughing at my own jokes. Uh, I do s- all the time. I know. We, sh- we see an after credit scene where the kid just like comes out and just like is like crying over the pinball machine and he <laughs> he becomes like a supervillain. <laughs> Because of it? Because they like destroyed Megamind? it. Yeah, he's mad at Captain Marvel for destroying it. <laughs> I went to a place called Shul. <laughs> I love Megamind. It is one of the most underrated oh, so movies good. in terms of animated films. That's how I imagined that would end up. <laughs> <laughs> but it can easily be heated in the microwave of evil. Uh, I just watched that like a month ago with, with Daisy. She didn't seem so like into it, but I was. It's like, Daisy, not now. Um, love the 90s nostalgia. Really, really enjoyed Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, as a character, I I enjoyed his humor, kind of a dry sense of humor. I enjoyed uh, his arc and that he really was the good guy. Never saw that coming because he is the villain just about everywhere. The music was very good. Yeah, it was. A lot of it was on point. And I liked when they used No Doubts, I'm Just a Girl when she was mm-hmm. fighting. Like she was by herself against this whole crowd. It was great. And she was just a girl. It was good. That was very good. They did a nice mix of... It's a good soundtrack from the standpoint of established pop songs. And then it was also good from the score aspect. Um, felt, you know, like it inspired by John Williams a little bit. Yes. That's that's kind of where I, I was going with that. Uh, but uh, for me uh, at the Geekiverse, I've got a lot going on. 
um, superhero article coming out on a proposed Marvel's Marvel Games universe, um, which I am kind of thinking about and how it would mirror the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, so we'll talk about some of the superheroes that should be getting video games after how successful Spider-Man from Insomniac was. Um, and you can actually check out my interview with the lead writer on that game, uh, John Paquette, which is up at thegeekiverse.com right now. Fun fact, he also was the lead writer on the criminally underrated Sunset Overdrive, if you're an Xbox fan. Go play that. Um, Geeks Got Game is another podcast that Jeff and I uh, co-host every other week. You can hear that at the Geekiverse. Every other Wednesday it comes out. We talk about video games, video games, video games, and then a little bit about how much we hate the Buffalo Sabres right now. Usually that's at the start of the show. Also video games. No. That's oh. ridiculous. Well, we don't talk about video right, games sorry. on the show. Yeah. I, I don't know what you heard or what you thought you heard, but you should probably get that checked out. You work know. at a doctor's office. <laughs> we don't I touched their brain. I touched their brain once. <laughs> we don't check ears at the neurosurgeon, okay? <laughs> well, TK had a very good response. You do pick your nose, so you probably... That's <laughs> a lot of brain touching. It was the only way I could picture you touching a, touching a brain. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. Spoiler alert, I have never touched a real brain. I thought you did. I thought you maybe what? you said you touched no. one once. I was like, maybe you, why wouldn't you have? Oh, it was a, what? Why wouldn't I? Yeah. I've never been in the surgery. Like I don't know what goes on at your doctor's doctor. office. What is the sarcasm they we speak of? surgery <laughs> in the office. I thought you did. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I am actually, I'm a brain surgeon, but I do this for fun. <laughs> what? You haven't been telling me this for, oh my gosh. <laughs> I have so many questions. I'm like Doogie Hauser. <laughs> surgeon. <laughs> All right there, Doogie. Chill out. <laughs> so uh, at the Geekiverse, you can find me on Twitter at Josiah D. Leroy. I'd love to talk to you about Captain Marvel. Uh, also, Facebook.com slash the Geekiverse is where we have our community discussions. Nickel City Con, less than 70 days away now. Ooh. E3 is in June. It's busy time for the Geekiverse. We've got Endgame coming up. Um... One thing I do want to note, if you are a fan of Geekiverse and what we do and you want to uh, throw us a bone, go to patreon.com slash thegeekiverse. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash thegeekiverse. For as little as $1 a month, you can subscribe and unlock exclusive perks and rewards. Pavlak, why would why in the world would people want to go to patreon.com slash thegeekiverse? Why? Because it helps us keep the lights on. Thank goodness. We need the lights, folks. We need the lights. So go... Take a look at that. If you can subscribe, we would appreciate that. And if not, share it with a friend. Those people didn't pay those dollars. We'd be sitting in the dark it right now. It would be now. so dark. Man. It would not just be freezing. It would be the dark. The dark. <laughs> it so would be the dark. <laughs> it is cold down here, but imagine what the studio would be on a zero degree no, night. No, no, no. Nope. Nope. See your breath. I'm not imagining This computer that. would just be like, I'm out of here. I remember shooting video and we would take off our coats for, you know, aesthetics. And oh, it was terrible. The videos would be three minutes. Yeah. And cry. <laughs> not good. Not good. Last thing I want to plug, YouTube.com slash The Geekiverse. The YouTube channel has been reinvigorated. New show called Lunch Bites with Lanny. It's adorable. It is a, uh, a father-daughter duo. And they uh, they review all the latest in pop culture. First episode is up right now. They reviewed The Empire Strikes Back live in concert, Ooh. which is The Empire Strikes Back on a screen with a live orchestra. Awesome. Very, very cool. Is and this I, the Buffalo Philharmonic? I don't believe so. No? Okay. No. I'm not sure, but I don't believe it's them. Mm. So we're wrapping things up here for TK, 
For Jeff, for Doogie, I am Josiah Leroy. Thank you so much. We'll catch you soon. I can't nickname myself. <laughs> I'm going to show you this and then I'm out of here. <laughs>